This is Pursuing Wholeness. Doing Holiness Podcast. Glad you guys could join us today. <clears throat> Hope you're whatever you're doing that you're living well here in 2020. Oh, 2021. I messed up. It was 2020 for about about four years. That's what it seemed like. Right. <laughs> March to December 2020 was about four years. Right. <laughs> so um, hopefully, whatever you're doing right now, you're feeling good and optimistic and all that kind of good stuff um man we've 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 been through a lot yeah yeah we have and um i wish i could say that 2021 ended everything but um but it didn't that's not the way it works it's not the way it works like we um we listened to pastor william mcdowell of deeper fellowship church in orlando and um he talked about how God doesn't operate on years. He operates in seasons. Right. And so, you know, we're still in the same season. We haven't finished that season. And that doesn't, um, we don't know how how long it's going to be for that season Mm -hmm. to pass, but um, we're still in it. Mm -hmm. And so we still have work to do for this season. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, we just wait on the Lord and continue to be, to continue to seek him, pray to him and, and look to him. Cause he's the one who's in control of everything. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and get into it, man. So, <clears throat> so I want to give a shout out first of all to my friend, um, dude, Quentin, you know who you are. Um, you're the inspiration for what we're going to talk about today. And I'm sure that, you know, listening, <laughs> you probably like, <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> um, but anyway, um, I was at a meeting today. Before you do, should we give him get a shout out to him and Darice? Oh yeah. So so shout out to Quentin and Darice. Um, you know who you are. Y'all just got engaged. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations so excited folks. for you guys. Yeah, I'm extremely excited. You know, I've talked with Quentin. Quentin is like my brother and um talked with him in such a smart guy very inquisitive and very thoughtful and very methodical and i don't know and just just a very meek and humble just a a great dude man just a real really 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 good guy and Derice is great too she's you know just very bright and, just that, and happy. yeah it's a very bright personality and right both of them they they sh- they should be together <laughs> they just should be you know so so yeah yeah thank you for doing that oh yeah and by the way y'all don't forget to share you know, whatever you're doing, even if you need to pause this podcast right now and then kind of share it, then come right back to it. Please share, you know, um, especially, you know, if this is helpful to you or inspiring to you in any way. Yeah, we definitely welcome your feedback as well, because, yeah. um, I mean, we kind of do this for a hobby, so we probably still do it even if people aren't listening. But we do want people to listen and we want people to enjoy it and to get something from it um even if it's just an encouraging 
word or something just something nice to hear instead of always hearing bad news so mm-hmm. um definitely we welcome your feedback so let us know what we you know what you want us to talk about um if mm-hmm. there's something you're interested in talk hearing us talk about or if um you know there's something you would like to see us change or add we we are open to that not saying we're going to do everything people say but mm-hmm. we do want to hear what people would like to to hear so right right yeah check out our instagram i mean it's still building yeah sean's <laughs> getting a, on to me for my two posts but <laughs> <laughs> you know mm-hmm. but it's at pursuing holiness podcast that's on instagram um i post stuff on my instagram sean b2b fitness but we're trying to give pursuing holiness its own kind of like area so at pursuing holiness podcast <clears throat> all one word on um instagram um oh yeah yeah and if you're listening on itunes um, would you mind reviewing, please? We really greatly appreciate it. Or Apple Podcasts. I, I don't mean, know. Do they still call it iTunes? Probably, I don't know. Probably don't. Probably <laughs> don't. I know I'm not the person to ask when it comes to like the latest technology. Neither of us are. Neither of us have really have an iPhone. Well, I have an iPhone that my sister gave me that's not activated, but I, I don't. Anyway, neither mm-hmm. one of us. So whatever Apple thing y'all got, please leave a review. Yeah, appreciate it in advance. All right, so, <clears throat> so we had a men's meeting at at my um my church shout out to kingdom life shout out to our pastor pastor dominique johnson and um anyhow toward the end of the meeting my friend quentin spoke up and he was saying how um he he was let me see if i can phrase it the way he said it he was saying how a lot of times him as a young man you know he's in his early yeah early to mid 20s now yeah more so mid 20s and um he was talking about how he's always kind of like, you know, he's always wanting to kind of like, he's wondering if he's doing enough and he's wanting to make sure that he kind of has everything like down. Like if, if he's doing something, he wants to kind of go ahead and understand everything he needs to do. So he can do it well. I right. Guess. So he can do it well from the jump or whatever. And, um, but he was saying he was realizing as he was listening to a lot of the, men just around the room men who had been married for a while or even who were just older and stuff like that it was helping him to remember that it's not really necessary to know everything about something before you even get started doing the thing Mm -hmm. that a lot of the you know just the whole and the pastor was actually pastor johnson was kind of like elaborating a bit on that too like talking about how it's really it's a journey Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. Like we gotta enjoy the journey, right? Right, exactly. So, so that conversation happened at the church, and it's like it keep it's been coming back to my mind, kind of throughout the day. It's kind of really made an imprint on me, just because of my own personal um, thoughts and feelings over the past several, I guess, even years. And um, I guess the thing is, the thing it it really made me think about, and definitely want you to, you know, chip in, Veronica, um, is that, yeah, you know, we forget that, that I know I personally forget that life is a journey. It's a journey. And so we're, I'm often kind of like in a rush to like learn and know what to do so I can be successful at a particular thing. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like, you know, because you look at somebody else who might be doing what you're doing and it's like, look, they're already doing it. They're there, you know, and that they did this and they did that and they did that. 
So they're already doing it. And so I'm just not. And I've been, I'm all these years in and I'm still not doing it. So you kind of almost get a little anxious and, and a little frustrated. And, you know, you almost kind of feel sometimes even less than, you know, it's like, like, yeah, maybe I don't necessarily have everything that it takes or I'm just not. I don't really have the initiative like those other people do because, mm-hmm. I mean, why am I not further along than um, I am now? Because they, it seems like they were. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, it's like we have to, I guess, get, as a society, we're not comfortable with being on our own path and just allowing ourselves to go where we go mm-hmm. at our own pace. Like, we're just not comfortable with that for some reason. I think about um, like school, like I, we homeschool our our oldest daughter, I guess, you know, we homeschool our children in a sense because anyway, but we homeschool. And so um, talking in the homeschool circles, there's this recurring sentiment that in public school, you're you're kind of like pushed into meeting certain standards by a certain time and you need to know how to read by this age because if you don't know how to read by this age, you're going to miss the time when they're reading to learn, learning to, they're reading to learn, not learning to read and all this stuff. And then even by the time the child graduates, you want them to be at a certain place. And really, like, it doesn't have to be like that. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're thinking about, re- like, especially if you're in an environment that nurtures you, that allows you to just be who you are. Um, like if you're homeschooling, your kids don't have to be reading by a certain age because like that there's no inherent, um, there's no inherent, um, like value in, um, reading by a certain point. Um, Mm -hmm. there's no inherent value in it. It's just that people are like kind of trying to push you there, but you don't have to be there. Mm -hmm. So, um. I just think that um, we have to like kind of look at our our adult lives like that. Like, so what if I don't get a certain amount of degrees by a certain age? Like, can I still, um, you know, have a fulfilling life? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's there's no deadline for it. There's no like, okay, well, once you turn forty, then if you hadn't accomplished these goals, your life is over. Like, mm-hmm. it's just not like that but why do we feel we, we shouldn't allow that pressure to weigh on us like that right right yeah you're talking about degrees and um I know during our men's meeting today I was kind of mentioning how <clears throat> you know I'm kind of like a by the book checkbox kind of person and I kind of did everything I was supposed to do you know I did well in great school and then I went to college and got got a degree you know i was working working like two weeks after i graduated from college you talking about had your 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 career job i guess yeah yeah had my job job um using my degree and then a couple of years after that i went ahead and got in the master's program got got my master's degree Mm -hmm. you know so i kind of did everything i was supposed to do you know and um but I think about it now, and even though I kind of felt then, I was even made to think this way because of like, you know, one of my colleagues or whatever who's constantly, you got your masters, you got your masters, which I do appreciate that on one hand. I didn't really have to pay much of anything for it because the job paid for it. 
but it hasn't served me any good. I mean, you know, if I if somebody asks me, I can tell them I got my master's degree. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. But sometimes I kind of wonder now with um, and I don't want to get beside a, a what we're actually trying to talk about. But I guess it's kind of like, you know, I, I was kind of doing everything I was supposed to do. You know, you're young. You need to go ahead and get this stuff done before you get married, because when you get married, you're not going to have the time to do it and all this kind of stuff. But like sometimes I wonder what should I have even gotten the thing in the first place? You know, but you you feel the pressure to. Yeah, and I think that that that's like a a good point in this conversation. Because you say that your master's degree hasn't served you. That's because you haven't used it. You haven't made it serve you. You could have used it. You could have gotten promotions on your job. You could have gotten more money. You could have, like, changed jobs and done something else using that degree if you wanted to. But you didn't really want to. That's the thing. And I think, yeah, that's the thing. like you did what you were supposed to do, but you didn't do what you wanted to do. Right. And so it doesn't have the utility for you because that's not what Sean was supposed to do. Yeah. So I think if you had done something that you actually were interested in, then it would have served you well. And and what you did would serve somebody else well. Mm-hmm. Somebody else in mm-hmm. in that same gotten that who got that same degree under those same circumstances, they would probably be a management or, you know, doing uh, something. Expert. Yeah. yeah, they'll be doing something with it. And it's, you know, I'm not blaming you. It's just that you were doing something that was somebody else's dream, not yours. Right. You're doing stuff because you kind of feel like you're supposed to do it. And then there's like a sense of urgency because you're supposed to do this at this time. You know, if you don't do it, the window is going to be closed. And if you, you know, and it'll be, it'll be closed forever. Mm-hmm. And so you miss it and you'll never realize whatever mm-hmm. you know and um but you're right like even now i could i actually could use my master's degree to you know it it gives me a little bit of edge on somebody else to get like a promotion or something like that but you're right because you've heard my conversations over the years mm-hmm. i don't necessarily have that much of a desire to go up the corporate ladder yeah because I, I mean you you could have hands down Hands down, you could have if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Because, like, everybody thinks Sean is such a hard worker and they always appreciate his work and always speaking. Always, like, if you really wanted to work that work, what you got, you could have. And I'm not saying, like, you know, Sean, you, you blew it. But what <laughs> I'm saying is that <laughs> we really have to know what we want to do mm-hmm. and pursue that. Like, mm-hmm. Because otherwise, it just doesn't seem like a point. Like, I mean, we're doing fine. Your job is 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 a good, steady job, and it has good income. So, like, what's the motivation to push for those other things mm-hmm. if you don't have the heart for it? And so I think that – but it's just like I'm reading this book, um, What Makes the Great Great by Dennis Kimbrough, and um, it's an interesting book. It's the way it's written. It's not really – what's best for me in terms of me uh, getting getting the information, but it, it's good information and it's, it's very motivational. Um, and one of the things he talked about is how if you do the thing that you would do if you weren't getting paid for it, then you will get paid more than if you do the thing that you did because of the pay. Mm-hmm. 
like he just said, it's it's kind of like a natural thing because you're going to want to work at it so much that it is. I mean, of course, it's like if you're working for a nonprofit or something like that, it might not be the case. But under certain circumstances, if you're working on something that you actually would do, if you could do it without being paid, then you're going to probably have more enthusiasm about it. And you're going to like have more tenacity about it and you'll end up making more money. Because you're just so passionate about it. Or you would, even if you don't make more money, you probably just have a greater level of success in it. Because your motivation is not what other people say you should be motivated by. But it's like your internal motivation is pushing you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, way back then, you know, when I was kind of, doing some of my stuff in early career, engineering career, you know, you don't really, you're not really thinking that far. You don't even really realize you're not thinking that far. But um, <clears throat> anyhow, you know, it's like today, whenever we had that men's meeting and my friend Quentin said what he said, you know, like I said, kind of ruminating on it throughout the day, you know, I kind of started to feel just a sense of just like, almost like a release of pressure. It's like, Mm. you don't have to, who says you gotta like run to do whatever stuff, you know, because you you run and do things kind of like what you were just saying and you don't even really have clarity on what you need to really be doing. You know, now I think of course, when you kind of grab something that you know you need to be doing, you do need to run with that, Mm -hmm. so to speak, you know, but but sometimes you kind of need to like find your way a bit, but you know, I mean, I kind of think about how in our society, we're always so much encouraged to at least implicitly compete against other people and Mm -hmm. all of that. And you know, it's like that. That's where some of the freedom that I was kind of feeling a little early today came from. It's like, you don't have to compete with anybody. Mm -hmm. You don't, you, all of us are on this journey called life. All of us. So like, you know, it doesn't really matter. I mean, you know, if somebody accomplishes something in record time, great. Mm-hmm. It shows that you can do it. That's what a podcast I was listening to. It said that if somebody else does something before you do, at least you have an example <laughs> that mm-hmm. it can be done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and so... So, I mean, that's, yeah, exactly. It's like kudos to whoever, but life is so valuable and it's such a, it's such an adventure, really. It's an adventure. And instead Mm -hmm. of it, you know, instead of like kind of seeing it as like a sprint where you running so fast and you focus so much forward that you can't, you can't, you really don't have time to look around, you know, you just kind of have to understand, you know, you kind of pace yourself and, and you can kind of have some time to kind of look at your surroundings, see if you need to go you know, a different direction and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, it's like, I just kind of got some, some freedom with that. Another thing that's kind of been particular, particularly binding for me is I guess, like I said earlier, I'm kind of like a by the book person. So I'm already inclined to do what I'm, what I'm supposed to do. But like, um, I don't know. So there's always kind of like that fear and I'm, I'm kind of, I, are, I kind of have already said this. There's a kind of that fear that if I don't do 
this, this, and this, if I don't prepare right for this, this, and this, if I want to do something different, if I don't, um, if I don't like set everything up perfectly, then it's going to be a catastrophe in the works, you know? But again, it's like, just really, really thinking about it. Where does this whole thing come from? Where we have to be, don't get me wrong. I'm still one that's going to prepare, prepare. I think that preparation for anything is good as at least as much as you can. But sometimes I think that I'm like too, too careful, Mm -hmm. too careful. Like, for example, I mean, I think, I mean, you guys kind of already know, I think if you've listened for a while that we're kind of entrepreneurial minded. You know, so I have a couple of entrepreneurial things going on. And truth be told, if I were, if if stuff was looking right, um, you know, I would do that stuff full time, hands down, you know, because I really like the freedom that it would afford me um, and my family, quite frankly. But like, um, I mean, there's a big reason that I don't do that right now. The, pretty much the biggest reason is because, you know, the job I've been on. It pays me well, good benefits and all that kind of stuff. But we got bills to pay. Right, we got bills to pay, you know, um, and mouths to feed, you know. But the thing is, though, it's like, you know, I've often kind of wrestled with this desire in my heart for like a certain kind of autonomy, like by doing my own thing and all of that. But it just kind of stays there because that stuff doesn't pay the bills, you know. But like, so what do you do? I'm always kind of in my mind like, so what do you do? You have these dreams, you have these desires, but you got to be, you know, you but you don't they don't pay the bill, so what has to happen for you to be able to do that? It has to be some sort of massive level in my mind of preparation where you got to have this and you got to have that and that and that and that and that. But sometimes it's kind of like do you have to have all of that? Do you have to put everything on hold all the time? I'm not advocating for being careless, not taking care of your family. But sometimes I kind of think I'm all I'm trying to say really is that I think that sometimes we kind of hold ourselves back um, more than we need to. And we just kind of sit on our, we kind of sit on the inclinations that we have too much because we kind of have maybe a little bit more. We probably don't have as much to be honest, like faith as we think we do. I don't know. Right, I think, and then like when you say life is an adventure, adventures aren't always rosy and comfortable. <laughs> mm-hmm. When you watch like movies where there's like some kind of adventure, it's always some harrowing moments <laughs> where you don't know if you're going to get out of there alive. Mm-hmm. But then like when they get through that moment and they get to the other side, it's like it was all worth it. Right, And I think that... um we're so careful with our lives and so careful with our livelihoods that we feel like I don't want to risk the possibility that I won't be able to pay my bills or I don't want to risk the possibility that I won't um, be able to, you know, just carry out my obligations financially. And so you're very careful and you wait until all the boxes are checked and all the, the ducks are in a row. Right. When sometimes life tells you you don't get that luxury Mm -hmm. life just kicks you Mm -hmm. out of your comfort zone Mm -hmm. i was telling sean earlier about um this 
guy that was mentioning um this what makes the great great he was the intro um person of the story that introduced the book and I can't remember his name but um he was working at his job and he had a good pay good benefits good prestige and was doing well was growing um going up the corp the ladder and you know kind of getting more elevated in his positions but one day he got to work and they told him he had to go they had laid off a lot of um, employees and he was one of them Mm-hmm. And so he was on his way home and he's all sad and dejected and wondering, what am I going to do now? How am I going to, what kind of job am I going to get? How am I going to get a job? Whatever. And then like his decision kind of surprised me. He decided that he was going to pursue his dream of sailing around the world in a sailboat. <laughs> and I thought like, that ain't going to pay no bills. Like I thought he was going to start a company or something like that. This was going to propel him to do something that made him a millionaire. And he like lost his job and decided that he was going to even just like solidify his poverty. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. I'll make sure I don't have any money. It's <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm going to do something where there's no possibility of earning income. Cause I'm on the middle of the ocean mm-hmm. on a sailboat. Um, I don't. I'm, I'm assuming. I have this sense that the guy's probably doing well, or that he did do well. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess he was a former um, Navy friend of Bill Cosby, and he got Bill Cosby and some other folks to help raise money for him to do this. But like, he wouldn't have done it if his job hadn't kicked him out. <laughs> right. He wasn't gonna quit his job to pursue his dream. Mm-hmm. His job quit him, and then he pursued his dream. But it's like we we don't want we um are very hesitant to put ourselves in those situations where we're forced to pursue our our dreams. Like this guy, he was he either was gonna have to find another job or he was gonna go after the thing he wanted to do all his life. But he wouldn't have chosen to be in that position. But like everything worked out. Mm. And so it just kinda makes me think about us. It's like we wouldn't choose to put ourselves in a position where we had to, we're forced to like, okay, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going I'm to make this business work. Mm-hmm. Some people do it, but a lot of us don't because we're like, I need to have this much saved. I need to have this much debt paid off. But like, if you quit your job and you say that I'm going to make this passion thing pay the bills, if you're really serious about that thing, you're going to make it work. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to make it work. You're not going to let you. And I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm, not necessarily encouraging you, like, going for it. But, you know, mm. I know that. Because <laughs> it's always kind of working a little bit. <laughs> By the time this episode get posted, Sean be like, <laughs> mm-hmm. posting on Facebook that he decided to pursue his passion and quit his job. But, I mean, yeah. what it is is what it is. I, I'm, I'll say that. But, um. You know, it's like, I feel like if, if Sean were to quit his job to pursue his business stuff, like, I don't think he would let us lose the house and starve. I wouldn't. I'd be bringing in some clients or something. You know, mm-hmm. like, somebody in this house going to make some money. Those kids going to be selling some vegetables. Mm-hmm. Shoot, yeah, <laughs> on the, on the, on the um, street corner or whatever selling vegetables. Yeah, our oldest would be um. <laughs> yeah, she'll get them sold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she get broccoli, broccoli. No, she said broccoli. It was broccoli. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, like 
we will figure it out. And so I just think that as people, we have to trust that human ability to figure it out. We do it when we're forced to, but we don't want to like willingly do it. So I think that that's something to think about. It is. It is. Very wise words. You know, I was kind of thinking about this pandemic. Pandemic is one of those kind of things that nobody planned. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't be like, you know, what? it's probably time. Let's go ahead and just go ahead and put a hardship like a pandemic in 2020 so that um we can kind of have something to go through. Nobody chose that. Mm-hmm. It happened, you know, and um everybody had to adjust mm-hmm. at first there was like this and and lord knows of course i don't mean to kind of make this like to like kind of like um gloss over everything that's going on because i mean it's, it's this stuff is crazy man but like my point is nobody asked for it but you know just think about it y'all so like we you know march of 2020 all of a sudden all of us were you know, essentially kind of like staying at home and going out and all, doing all this mask wearing. Hopefully you are still wearing your mask when you're going around, you know, stuff, you know, I'm just, just, you know, just saying, I mean, make your own decision, but anyhow, um, you know, going to the grocery store and, you know, what should I actually buy? You know, just kind of like, kind of, kind of panicking a little bit, you know, but then you kind of like found your groove. It's like, okay, this is what we live in. Let's make sure we got what we need. Let's make sure we kind of keeping ourselves safe. You know, we prefer to kind of be around the people that we love and care for and like, you know, church family and stuff like that more so in person, but it is what it is. We got to do what we got to do. And that's what happens whenever a situation is kind of more so forced on you, you deal with it, you deal with it, you know? And, um, I don't know. You make, you make a good point there. You make a good point. You know, I've I've read many, many stories of people in that same situation who all of, all of the sudden they lost their employment. And so they were kind of faced with a decision mm-hmm. and they were like, you know what? Let me let me make such and such work like the guy, Pat Flynn, the smart passive income guy who I mean, is doing extremely well and y'all it ain't all about having a successful business you know but i guess you know it's just kind of like sometimes we kind of read about some of those things based on what we have going on but anyway he would have never realized the thing is he could have he could have just kind of tried to go back into his area of education which is architecture and you know he probably would eventually gotten something else and made like a you know, a, a, a decent income. Mm-hmm. But what he does now, I mean, he makes several t- several times that and he employs a lot of people and he gives a lot of other people ideas for how they can be more successful, you know, with like um, entrepreneurship, you know, things that he would never would have done if he didn't get kicked out. Right. You know, it's just like the the Eagles, you know, who, um, you know, that those, the, the mom bird, you know, just kind of essentially I think nudges them out kind of throws them out and so it's like either you're gonna fly or you dead it's it's up to you right exactly you're gonna flap them wings or you know it was good it was good while I had you but I'm sorry (laughs) because you can't stay here no more you can't cut it you can't cut it (laughs) yeah and so I I think like 
we we got to be willing to put ourselves in that situation. But we're so, I mean, it, it, I guess it's just the 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 symptom of modern society. Because again, yeah. I mean, we've we've talked about Little House on the Prairie books a lot on this podcast because oh, yeah. we've been reading that series for a long time now. Um, but like when when they decided, or sometimes they were forced to move west, they went to a place where they knew no one where sometimes like one place they went to there was no town nearby town was like several days away and so they were in the middle of nowhere you gonna either (laughs) figure out how to survive or you gonna die right and they figured it out i mean of course they already had like certain skills and mindsets that they just kind of went with it paul went to hunting and he built their house out of logs and you know they knew how to do all that stuff but um like there was no choice but to survive but we try to do everything in this calculated way it's like we stay with our parents until we make enough money to get our own place and then we go and we get our own place and we stay there until we save up enough money to go somewhere else and we're only going to get a job that pays a certain amount of money and it may not be the job we want, but it pays the money. And so we, we work there and it's like, we do everything when we've calculated that it's the right time to do it. But like a lot of the people who actually do great things in our world, they don't wait until the perfect circumstances are in place. Right. right. Um, Either they were forced into it or they just decided like a lot of the people in this book, I'm reading. They just decided that this is what I want to do and I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Whether they had to or not, they just decided that the life they were in wasn't the life they wanted. And I think like what you said earlier about life being an adventure, I think we miss that. We think of life as just being like what's handed to us. We don't wake up each day with like this tenacity and this um eagerness like what can i do today what can i make today what can i create what opportunities can i find right like what about if we did that what mm. about if every morning instead of being like uh, uh same old same, stuff, same yeah. old stuff go to work blah 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 but we said wow new day what can i get into today it's kind of like our daughter like our oldest mm-hmm. I, I I have to find a way to better nurture that enthusiasm. But she gets up. She she used to, when she was just a few years younger, what going we do today? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, what going we do today? It's like, I don't know. We're going to live. But she still does that. She wakes up and she gets ready and she's like, what are we going to do today, mommy? And I'm just like, mm, like, I, I'm not like thinking about that right now i'm just gonna eat my breakfast but she wakes up looking for the adventure mm-hmm. i think she's kind of it's kind of been muted a little bit with this um pandemic because sometimes i'm like you getting up like you ain't got nowhere to go mm-hmm. but um we gotta like nurture it so that she'll always have that what does today hold for us mm-hmm. mindset yeah, that's whenever you kind of have, even the way that she phrases that stuff, you know, it's like, oh, a life with no responsibilities. I mm-hmm. guess the thing is, some kind of way, even as an adult, you kind of 
to be able to kind of recapture some of that youthfulness, you kind of have to adopt some of the same mindset. I mean, we have uh, responsibilities, things to take care of, but some kind of way, I guess, <clears throat> we have to get to a place where we're not encumbered. I guess because, because again, that whole tendency to kind of want everything to be perfect and all of that, you know, we want everything to be perfect, so you don't really want to disrupt anything that would kind of like jeopardize you being able to take care of your, your responsibility, which that is your responsibility. But at the same time, you know, you know, the guy Kevin on stage or whatever. Um, I saw, I remember I was watching something with him, you know, on this show, him and his wife were on some folks show talking about marriage. And he was talking about how he just forever kind of like, you know, love his wife. Cause she, was with him when he was trying to do this comedy thing, you know, when he didn't have a job, she was working and he was kind of like, he was just trying to make stuff work. You know, he had dreams, stuff that he hadn't quite, he hadn't realized it now, you know, about an empire, mm -hmm. uh, like a, a empire in the making. But like, um, he just kind of had these dreams and, and his wife was willing to kind of go with him even though, you know, she kind of more so had like the quote real job. And I'm sure that it could even been like parents and parents-in-law probably scratching their heads. Like, what is this dude doing? He got a family. What he doing? Right. He got a family. Why is he not out there doing work? But he wanted to do something that was like non-typical. He wanted to do something that other people don't do. But a lot of times if it's something that's non-typical, we just don't really have faith for that kind of stuff not yeah. really it's kind of like we kind of get kind of crusty and kind of like mm -hmm. uh, you know you know i mean that could probably work but you know you really need to make sure that you really need to do this and you really need to do that you know you gotta you know so i don't know we lose faith and we kind of we kind of do need to get somehow back to the, the youthful optimism and and faith mm -hmm. i mean that's exactly what um is in the bible you know um, I think Jesus was saying something about being like kids and mm -hmm. being able to actually receive the kingdom of God. You know, he said, if you can't receive it like a child does, then you can't enter it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to have that, that optimism and that, that faith. Right. And I mean, the thing is like, what do we really have to lose? Like, I, I won't act like, I won't, you know, operate in pride or anything, but I just feel like, we wouldn't hit rock bottom. Mm -hmm. I just don't think we would. Even if we like took a leap, we wouldn't hit rock bottom. I have faith that God would keep us and that he'll work everything out. We have family members who I think will have our back. <laughs> you know, as long you know, they will at least take the children <laughs> and feed them. <laughs> they might let us be on our own for our foolishness, but they'll at least take care of our children. But even, you know, with that, like that all that aside, like I don't believe we would allow ourselves to hit rock bottom. Yeah. And if we did, that's a shame. Mm -hmm. But I don't think we would. We would make it work. We would figure it out. Mm -hmm. And I think we have to learn how to trust ourselves a little bit more. Trust what God has put in us. He put this creative power in us. He put the power to make to create wealth. So why don't we trust it? Why don't we trust that? Like we, we got to make everything perfect. And, and we know from this pandemic 
and economic this and that, even the stuff that happened at the Capitol the other day. Hmm. Everything you put your faith in could be turned upside down and you can't do nothing about it. So, like, all of this stuff that we think is security might not be as secure as we think. What about if all the money you got saved in the bank was wiped clean because something happened? Well, we got FDIC. You don't know if FDIC going to come through (laughs) in that, like, real crazy time. Or even FDIC might, might guarantee that your money is good, but that money may not be worth nothing. If the dollar just, like, tanked, what you going to do? Mm-hmm. I'm not like trying to be like some kind of Debbie Downer or some doomsday person, but like we put faith in things that really aren't that strong. Well, I got, I got, um, this job is bringing in this much money and I got this much money in the bank for savings. What about if your job burned down and <laughs> you can't right. go to work mm-hmm. and then the bank burned down too? Like, I mean, these are far fetched things, but. They could happen. Just like the pandemic kicked a lot of people out of their jobs. Yeah, kicked them out of their jobs. Lost, you know, people lost a lot. You mm. know, people lost family members who were the breadwinners. Oh. So it's like we have this sense of security and faith in certain things. But really those things aren't as secure as we think they are. They're not. They're not. It's all a straw house. Mm-hmm. And so if we really want to like enjoy this life this one life that we know we have to you know and i mean we have faith in in the life beyond this one but i mean this one we know about right now we know how this one works Mm -hmm. so why miss it because we're trying to be safe Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep yeah like one of my friends who i used to work with said before he left and kind of started pursuing other stuff why not why not you know, and it's exactly like, why not? Why are you waiting on living? Cause you want to live. You got a life living. And if it don't work out, go get you another job. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Next podcast, y'all, we talking about a week of um, unemployment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Perfect. Perfect time. <laughs> All right, y'all. Please make sure that you share, you know, um, with your friends and whatnot. Comment on social media. Visit our Instagram at Pursuing the Wholeness Podcast. Review the podcast too. We want to know who quitting their job this week. I'm just playing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. Pursuing Wholeness is a Back to Basics Health and Wholeness podcast with theme music produced by Life on 